Hello, everyone. It's time for another episode of the Comic Book Commute Podcast. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is a podcast where you listen to your commute during my commute. We talk about comics and stuff. So it's time to get going. I'm running a little bit late, but today is an odd occurrence to some degree. It's a rainy California, no, a rainy San Diego morning. We don't get a lot of rain in San Diego. Uh, It's a pretty Mediterranean, semi-arid climate. It's nice and sunny, great for surfing and all that fun stuff, Comic-Con. But um, we are like in a drought, a severe one at the moment. So this rain might, might be inconvenient, but it's totally necessary. Inconvenient in that uh, San Diegans and Los Angeles, Los Angelinos, are not uh, used to the rain. So whenever some of that wet stuff falls from the sky, suddenly everything becomes like Mad Max. Because uh, true story, I was driving uh, north on the 805 from my place in East Lake up to Kearney Mesa, and um, there was a car on the on its side, uh, on the opposite lane. Uh, so, yeah, after a little bit of rain. I haven't gotten on the road yet. I'm just leaving my place. So we'll see how it is. Hopefully the 125 isn't so bad. Perhaps it's a little more civilized, but we'll see. Anyway, we're not here to talk about um, the ravages of, of rainfall. We're here to talk about comics and so forth. So the topic I wanted to talk about today was eBay. Now, eBay's been around, I'm going to say, nearly 20 years. And if you don't believe that, well, the web is uh, about 25 years. Um, And uh, eBay's been around since near the beginning. Perhaps not as old as Amazon. I think they've been around since 94 or so. Probably a couple of years later, eBay came out. That's the great thing about this podcast. I don't do my research. I just start to talk. You can do... Uh, the research and help me out with it in the comments. But uh, eBay's been around a long time and I've never really used it in all of this time. I don't know, I just felt like the whole auction thing is not my cup of tea. I just want to pay for things normally. Yes, I know there's also a buy it now sort of feature, but I just never got into it. Several years ago, probably like seven years ago, I was considering forming a partnership with my friend to sell stuff on eBay because, you know, we had a lot of collectibles between the two of us and we thought, well, what are we going to do with these? We, we collected these things. Maybe it's time to sell them. So we, we did go through a process of creating eBay accounts. And the problem, of course, was we set it all up under just my uh, name and my credentials and so forth. And uh, he never quite did his his uh, share of things so they never went anywhere I, I never sold anything we never sold anything on eBay even though we kind of planned it took photos of our items and so forth I don't even remember what we were selling I might not even have those things anymore I might have just donated them keep the circle of life going for, for the thrift stores I say uh, check out my other episode where I talk about the wonders of the thrift stores But uh, it really wasn't until three weeks ago at the most 
that I said, well, I'm going to give this eBay thing a try, maybe. I'll find some interesting deals on comic books, because I'm all about... I, this is what I try to balance when I when I get comics secondhand. I try to get an interesting um, comic, an interesting issue, um, in good condition, at a good price, that might give me a good return on my investment. Because I like, um, as I've said before, two aspects of comic book collecting. One is the comic book themselves, the stories and the art, and and, and the nostalgia, perhaps, and all of that. And then secondly is the, the collectability. I want to think, at least, that my comics have a value monetarily and that I've made an investment and that it might pay off in the future or so forth. But that's what I'm looking for. And if I go to thrift stores, I'm looking for that very thing. Do I have this book? Wow, look at this weird book. Interesting art. Cool story. I heard of this one, but I never read it. And how much does it cost? And then uh, is it going to maybe be worth something in the future? <clears throat> so that's how I approached eBay. So about three weeks ago, I got on eBay. I logged in. I had to reset my password because I didn't know what it was again. And I forgot how I started searching, but I just searched and I found this amazing this amazing uh, uh, listing. I've noticed that people are selling individual comics. I noticed that they're selling them graded, so CGC graded or, or, or that other one, I forget its name. Um, and the prices vary, of course, wildly. And I noticed people sell things in lots also, so that's kind of cool. So I browsed around and I saw, um, they said, lot of amazing Spider-Man Todd McFarlane run. And it was like issues 310 to 320 or so. So in the, in the golden age of the McFarlane run on Amazing Spider-Man in the early 90s. So I would say like 90 to 90, or maybe 89. Yeah, more like, a, no, even earlier, 88 to, you know, 90. Because he started, McFarlane went over to his own Amazing, no, to, to Spider-Man, to self-titled Spider-Man in 91 or so, and then of course started Image Comics in 92. So yeah, that's about the timeline. So this was the these were these great issues. And the thing is, I, I have them. They're not in the best condition. These sounded much in the much in a much better condition than the ones I had. More importantly, it had issue 312, which I, I think I've talked about it in this podcast before. I had it, of course, and I was collecting them and reading them, and, and I had 312. And that's the one where uh, the hobgoblin fights the green goblin. So it's a cool story, great art. Um, and uh, that one's uh, a bit valuable because uh, it was the first time the two goblins fought each other. You know, Hobgoblin, of course, was newer than the Green Goblin being introduced in the mid-80s, mid to early-ish 80s, and, and Green Goblin being around since the beginning, 1962. So uh, they fought, and I had it. And I remember 
not knowing about or appreciating the value of, of comics. So I traded it, well, I sold it, to a friend in middle school, so, you know, 1990 or so. Um, and I sold it to him for cover price, which was at that time $1. It's another story altogether, but I remember starting to collect comics, Marvel comics when they were, or Spider-Man, when they were 75 cents each. And of course the old timers will say, well, I remember when they were 35 cents each. Yeah, well, I envy you. So I was at 75 cents and then I was doing it for maybe a year or so. And then there was the transition to $1 comics. So that was a shock. I had to spend a little bit more. But anyway, I bought that for a dollar when it was new. Amazing Spider-Man number 312. And then I sold it to a friend in middle school for cover price. And right now it's not worth an astronomical amount, but it's going to be worth like 10 times that much. Yeah, $10, $12, $20, I don't know. Depends on its grade, of course. But I sold it. Fast forward 25 years or whatever, and here I see this eBay listing and it had issues 310 to 320. And I had those issues, but they weren't in the best condition, as I said. But more importantly, it had 312. So I thought I'll go for it. What are, what's the price here? I think it, they were selling it for $20 a whole lot. And of course I thought that's a great deal, so I'll put $20. The, biddings, the bidding began and it went up a dollar or two and then $5. And I said, well, I, I'm still pretty interested. So I was at $30 because the guy had put his listing with, with uh, pictures, of course, um, and uh, each one had a $10, each one had a sticker on it that, had, that said $10. So there were nine books, that would be $90. And it was still in a $30 range, plus, I don't know, five or $7 shipping and handling. So I thought, ah, I can, I can, I can afford this. So I, I, I wagered, or I bid up to 300, I mean, up to 32, no, 3150. And then I, I said, okay, I gotta, I gotta go about my day and so forth. So here's my naivete. I, I didn't have my, I didn't have a, a alerts set up for price changes and outbids. I didn't have the app on my phone. And I was like, yeah, I'll just do this. I don't know how it works. So eventually, I didn't really think about it, but the auction would end at about the time that I was at work. So I teach, I'm a, I'm a college instructor, I teach at two colleges, three campuses, and I was up at Kearney Mesa teaching, and this was um, in the evening, like between 5 and 9.30 when the class is going on, and I didn't pay too much attention, but that's when, the, that's when that auction ended. So eventually when I realized about the auction and so forth and checked on it, I had been outbid by $1. So some lucky fool out there got um, this amazing lot of nine issues or so of Amazing Spider-Man, McFarlane, with that issue that I've been missing for 25 years and uh, for one dollar more than I did. That was some real, the price is right shit there. So I was not happy and 
and it taunted me that I lost it for one dollar and I thought well how can I avoid this in the future set up email alerts of course so that I get the email when I'm outbid get the freaking app for my phone so I can get push notifications and uh, just be vigilant so I didn't get that um, that lot and I said what else is out there it, it suggests to you of course what what you might be interested in and then I saw okay a lot of two amazing spider-man issues uh, from about that time this was uh, number 328 and 327 this was during the cosmic spider-man storyline when Spider-Man got the unipower, and he became Captain Universe, one of the most powerful entities in the Marvel Universe. You know, there's a bunch of them, of course. But uh, I had an, uh, an original number 329, where Spider-Man, Cosmic Spider-Man, battles the, uh, the Tri-Sentinel. Now, if you don't know the Tri-Sentinel, you probably know the Sentinels. There were these uh, super powerful robot guys created to hunt mutants. They've had a lot of storylines devoted to them in the X-Men comics. Rarely they appear in a Spider-Man comic. But here, as my recollection goes, um, this was at the end of the Acts of Vengeance storyline, which was one of their events going on at the time, uh, Marvel events. This was uh, Loki basically convincing or tricking or whatever several of the supervillains of the Marvel Universe to, to, to team up and to battle the heroes that they normally did not battle. So I, I never read the storyline, really, but it was, you know, imagine uh, Magneto instead of fighting X-Men, he fights Spider-Man which actually happened in a previous issue, which I'll mention. Um, and so that was the Acts of Vengeance. Uh, spoiler alert. No, never mind, no spoiler. But um, at one point, uh, Loki uh, does one final Act of Vengeance, and he uh, uses his Asgardian powers to fuse together three Sentinels, creating the Tri-Sentinel, which is going to go on a rampage to go blow up a nuclear power plant in New York or something. So, wait a minute. The Amazing Spider-Man is in the neighborhood and he's got these cosmic powers, so he's going to fight the Tri-Sentinel, which he does. So that's issue 329 of Amazing Spider-Man. It's part of this lot, 328 and 329. Now, I don't have 329. I have 327 and 329. So those three are part of the Cosmic Spider-Man storyline. So I was missing the issue in the middle. And this lot had it. And what's cool about that is, okay, uh, at that point, uh, McFarlane was, uh, was out of Amazing Spider-Man. Um, and uh, I guess he was over on Spider-Man, but they got him to do another cover for 328. And that's what I was bidding on. Uh, 327 and 329 had Eric Larson art so Larson took over for McFarlane 
And uh, this cover shows a super-powered uh, Spider-Man punching the hell out of the Hulk right in the gut, lifting him over his head. And uh, basically in the issue, there's an altercation between the Grey Hulk and Spider-Man. And Spider-Man punches him with his, with the Unipower, punches him into a freaking orbit. Spider-Man punches the Incredible Hulk into low Earth orbit. And that's what's on the cover. It's a really fun cover, drawn by McFarlane. Such a powerful punch that even the comic book cover itself is breaking. The Spider-Man logo is all jumbled up. The, uh, the price is falling away and all of that, so it's very meta. The book is being destroyed. And Spider-Man is screaming something like, Who's the strongest one now? So that's what I bid on. It was in a good price range. I think it was like... Starting point of $3. So that was my second auction and I started to bid on it. And I had the highest auction for a while and... The highest price, the highest bid. And then a person or two added a dollar or two and then I said, No, this is mine, bitches. So I said, I'm going to put $10 maximum bid. So I guess I'm kind of understanding how eBay works. And, you know, if something is at $5 and you put $5.25, you're the highest bidder. And then someone else can put $5.75 or so. Then you can, you can, you can put more money in and, and put it at $7. And then you'll be protected at that point. Or you can go the nuclear option and put it at $10. And now you've got that range covered. But... If you say you'll go up to $10 and it really only, no one bids and, you, and it goes up to $7, then you get the, the, bid, the auction at that price instead of up to 10 So I put $10 in. Long story short, eventually the auction was on for a day or two and I got it at about $7 and then three more dollars or so shipping and handling. So 10 or $11, I got this auction, my second one. And I thought, yeah, cool. I don't hate eBay anymore after losing the other auction, although it still hurts. I should clear that from my history so I stop looking at it. But I got those two uh, items completing that Cosmic Spider-Man storyline. Until I found out, of course, that there was also a three-issue arcs at the same time, contemporaneously. Uh, over at Spectacular Spider-Man and Web of Spider-Man that I don't have. I looked in my books and there's a gap there. That's when I was kind of falling out with Spider-Man. I was collecting pretty hardcore between 87 and 90 um, Spider-Man. And then after that I moved over to like uh, some image stuff and Lobo and so forth. So I was over at Image kind of moved away from Marvel and I got a Spider-Man here and there in the early to mid 90s but in numbers 327 and so I wasn't really doing Spider-Man which I forget the number for for spectacular but it was around 157 and stuff and then web of was around number 60 but I looked it up later that, yeah, there was also some Cosmic Spider-Man stuff going on in those books. So that's what I'm going to look for next time on eBay. So it's probably around, you know, 
Web of Spider-Man 57 to 60 and Spectacular 158 to 161 or so. So I'm going to be on the lookout for those and then I'll have that completing the holes in my collection and also reading some some Spider-Man books that I never did back in the day when Spider-Man had the unipower like basically godlike powers manipulation of energy and enhanced intelligence and infinite speed and all that cool stuff um, other things I've uh, bid on let's see oh um, it's it's in it's in transit now this guy I didn't realize was shipping from Hawaii so I think my uh, I think it's I think this spider-man book is gonna come with a free pineapple if I'm not mistaken I'm forgetting the number but it was uh, something like spider-man amazing spider-man number 266 and I got it just because it was a really low price even with the shipping it was only another three dollars or so I would have thought it would be more expensive to ship from Hawaii and uh, I don't know that was kind of like a spur of the moment I don't remember much about that one, not really tying into anything nostalgic-wise or storyline-wise. I wasn't collecting at that time. I started in number 291 or so. So, 266, uh, I, I bid on that one. I guess around that time also, a little earlier. If you didn't know, and I'll probably maybe do a podcast on that one later, there was the Amazing Spider-Man TV show. No, not the Super Friends. No, not the Amazing Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends uh, cartoon. This was a live-action Spider-Man, which is not as amazing as you think it is, but it is for a little kid. And on the cover was a it was a, a photo of a of a scene from the TV show on the comic book. So to me, that's really cool. So I bid on that one and I got it. It was another five dollars or so. So. Other ones that I've gone through so far, and everyone so far, maybe I've I've bought ten things now. I've kind of gone a little overboard, but they've been at a good rate uh, price range. Everyone that has shipped to me has sent it in good qualities, and uh, you know, uh, promptly and so forth. So I'm happy for that. Leaving good feedback, that's always important. Uh, really take advantage of that and give your star ratings and your comments. You'll, you'll get that in return, and then that'll make you more trustworthy on eBay. So, I got those two Spider-Man books. Oh, I got this other one. This one was fun. Uh, on a lark, I also bid on... This was um, Superman. I never was a big Superman reader, but I did fall for the hype back in 92, The Death of Superman, so I have those. And uh, anyway, this was uh, Superman number 666. So that's pretty badass. And on the cover is like some alternate, some Elseworlds type of story. I think the storyline is called something like The Beast of Krypton. And it's like an evil zombie kind of Superman before Blackest Night storyline. Of course, this was in 2007. And then evil versions of Wonder Woman and the Green Lantern and the usual. It's like, geez, how many heroes does DC have? They're always just pimping um, the three big ones, Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, Green Lantern, but that movie didn't do well. 
and okay Guardians of the Galaxy no wait that's Marvel but anyway that's the thing not a lot of uh, famous uh, DC characters whereas you could rattle rattle off a bunch of them on Marvel but I don't want to start a war holy war here comics kick ass and love them all but uh, this was uh, Superman 666 and then also in the lot was uh, Batman number 666 uh, that one had uh, like Gotham in Flames it was a future story it had uh, Damian Wayne it was when the reintroduction of Damian Wayne after, you know, Son of the Demon storyline. So uh, that one was cool. And then also to uh, round out the Unholy Triumvirate was uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 666, which was more modern, so from 2013 or, or 12 or so, which was the beginning of the prelude to Spider Island. Um, so all of those were number 666. And I managed to get the... The auction and that uh, I just I got it shipped, great condition, and I'm loving it. I haven't read them yet, but that's my eBay Odyssey. I've got a couple other irons in the fire. I've got to check my my app to see how the bidding is going. Um, so hopefully I get them. And I've reached the end of my commute, so time to wrap it up. Um, check me out on ebay and hopefully you find something cool uh so see you next time this is vm campos for the comic book commute and uh drive safe